0: Hello, Promisers. What an incredible weekend you picked to come be a part of Faith Promise Church. Man, we love you guys so much. God behind bars, men, thrilled that you guys are with us. You're doing incredible work at both of those campuses. By the way, if you're here last weekend, did Zach bring a powerful word of God or what? Man, so excited with what God did through Fusion and our student ministries. Matter of fact, let me ask, are there any students at your campus in this service that are fired up for Jesus? Come on, let me hear some students right now. All right, great. Well, this weekend, we're gonna conclude our 21 days of prayer and fasting. It's It's just been an incredible journey. It's the first fast that I've done in a long time that I was actually really excited about to connect with God at a whole nother level and for you to experience God in a fresh new wave of his love and a baptism of his presence, incredible. This weekend, we're gonna finish our first series called Follow the Filling for 2019. Now, we will finish the series, but we will not finish the topic. It is our overarching theme for 2019, Follow the Filling. The filling. We are seeking to be filled with the Holy Spirit like absolutely never before. So come on, promisers, where the Spirit leads, where the Spirit leads, come on, one more time. Where the Spirit leads. Now, as we've talked about this month, a surrendered life is a supernatural life. To be holy, the word holy and Holy Spirit means to be set apart for God. In the world in which you and I live today, there are many spirits. There are many things. There are many attitudes with which we can be filled with, but there is only one who is holy. Holy. There is only one spirit that can fill us and move in us and unctionize and energize. There is only one supernatural breath of God that gives us what we need, and that is the Holy Spirit. The Bible says to test the spirits. And faith promise... If I could just be raw and real, we still got some spectators. We've got some of you that are sort of dipping your toes in the edge of the water, maybe you're in the baby pool. We're so glad that you're here and you're welcome. I think what some of you are doing is you're watching, you're thinking, you're imagining, hey, what would it be if I actually dove into the deep end of the Faith Promise Pool, dove into following the feeling? Will I be weird? Will I be some kind of religious fanatic that nobody wants to be around me? Well, I don't think you will. That's not what most people are that go here. We do have some weird people, but you're not gonna be one of them. So should you follow the filling? Now, if you're not a Christ follower, we want you to hang in there until the end because following the filling is only for those who are already born again. If you are a Christ follower, then lean in. Lean in. You can't sit on the side of the pool. You've got to follow the filling of the Holy Spirit. Now listen, not just because it's commanded, and it is. Not just because it is the only way that we'll be transformed and not conformed unto this world, because it is. Not just because it's the only way to victory in your life, because it is. But let me give you another reason, another one of the whys because of who you will become and what you'll experience when you follow the filling. That's what's available to you every day after you began a relationship with Jesus, after you begin to follow the filling. You get to walk in what the Bible calls the seven-fold spirit of God. Now last year, I preached a message on the tabernacle. The process of really entering into the God's presence with the tabernacle that God had Moses built. How do we enter the sacred? How do we walk into the holy? How do we experience that awesome mysterium tremendum that is the God that we worship? Because when you go into the holy place, there's the outer courts, the holy place, and the holy of holies. When you walk into the holy place, there are three pieces of furniture. We talked about all of them in that message. If you missed it, I want to challenge you go back and listen to it. But one of the pieces of furniture is a table, and there is a golden lampstand. There are seven lights that represent the sevenfold spirit of God. That's why the center candle is lit. It represents the Holy Spirit, and if you're a believer, that light has already been lit in your heart and in your spirit. But the Bible is progressive in its revelation. So therefore, you know more than Moses knew. You know more than Abraham knew because you have a whole Bible. They walked in the light that God gave them, but over the centuries, God has given us greater and greater light. And so he's given us greater light on those on that lampstand that sit in Moses' tabernacle. Isaiah, The great prophet of old in Isaiah chapter 11, verse 1 and 2, says this, "...that a shoot will spring forth from the stem of Jesse, and a branch from his roots will bear fruit." He's talking about the Messiah that was to come that we now know is Jesus. "...and the Spirit of the Lord will rest on him, a spirit of wisdom and understanding, a spirit of counsel and of strength, a spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord." In Revelation chapter four, verse five, we still we see the same thing that is that that we are exposed to, and that is, out of the throne comes flashes and lightnings and sounds of peals of thunder, and there were seven lamps of fire burning before the throne, which are the seven spirits of God. So we see this all the way through the older and the newer. Now listen, I'm gonna give you something, a secret this weekend that will literally change your life. These lights, these seven lights, are the are the light that God wants you to walk in. And when you're full, when you're following the filling, you receive not just one light, the center light that represents the Holy Spirit. See, when, when you were saved, the Spirit of God came on you. Ephesians 5.18 tells us, don't be drunk with wine, for that is dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit. Jesus, in part of our verse, uh, our theme for this year says in Luke chapter four, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. Set free the captive, uh, recovery of sight to the blind to set free those that are oppressed and proclaim the favorable year of the Lord. When we are filled with the Holy Spirit, the center candle, then God gives us some other things that we get to walk in. The first of those that we wanna light in each of our lives is the light of wisdom. Because if you've got the Spirit of the Lord, then you are gonna have wisdom. You'll be filled with wisdom. And I'm talking about heaven's wisdom, not the world's wisdom. Let me give you some verses out of Proverbs. If you are walking in the Bible reading plan with us, then you are already experiencing, you're already walking in these, and they are incredible. In Proverbs chapter one, verse 20, wisdom shouts in the street. She lifts her voice in the square. At the head of the noisy street she cries out. At the entrance of the gates, in the city, she utters her sayings. How long, O oh naive ones, will you love becoming sim- being simple-minded and scoffers delight themselves in scoffing and hate knowledge? Turn to my reproof, behold, I will pour out my spirit. The spirit of God pours out the spirit of wisdom and I will make my words known to you. When you walk in the Holy Spirit, what God wants to do is illuminate your life in wisdom. Psalms chapter 90, verse 12 said this, teach us to number our days, O Lord, that we might present to you a heart of wisdom. You never gain wisdom by accident. You don't fall into wisdom. You make a choice to walk in this light that God has provided for you to walk into. you right, to to Proverbs chapter two, and this is a little lengthy passage, but but this is incredible. My son, if you receive my words and treasure my commandments within you, make your ear attentive to wisdom, incline your heart to understanding. If you cry for discernment, lift your voice for understanding. If you seek her as silver and search for her as hidden treasure, listen, the wisdom of God is hidden treasure. You got to go through a ton of dirt to get an ounce of gold. Then you will discern the fear of the Lord and discover the knowledge of God. All six lights, all seven of the lights of the Holy Spirit are in this one passage. For the Lord gives wisdom. At his mouth comes knowledge and understanding. He stores up sound wisdom for the upright. He is a shield to those who walk in integrity, guarding the path of justice, and he preserves the way of his godly ones. Then you will discern righteousness and justice and equity in every good course. For wisdom will enter your heart and knowledge will be pleasant to your soul. Discretion will guard you. Understanding will watch over you to deliver you from the way of evil from the man who speaks perverse things. You wanna talk about walking and winning in spiritual warfare, you wanna talk about walking in a way that is different, you've gotta walk in wisdom. Let me tell you what I've watched in 36 years of ministry. I've watched people lack wisdom and make bad decisions that takes them to places they never thought they would be. Come on, how many of you want more wisdom? Then, can I tell you, if you're in our Bible reading plan, you've already covered these verses. This is how you gain it. And, and, and this and so much more as you go all year, following the filling all year of digging in the Word of God. Because as you dig through, God is going to give you greater wisdom. It is incredible, incredible. So let's put God first. It's one of our values at Faith Promise. Let's put him first in our lives, and let's see what happens. Let me, let me challenge you, as a matter of fact, this year, again, to walk in the Bible reading plan with us all year long. You will never be the same. James chapter 1, verse 5 says this. But if any of you lacks wisdom, and come on, who who of us doesn't need more wisdom? If you lack wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all generously and without reproach, and it will be given to him. But he must ask in faith without doubting, for the who doubts is like the surf of the sea driven and tossed by the wind. For that man ought not to expect that he will receive anything from the Lord, being a double-minded man and unstable in all of his ways. Isn't it incredible how many of us, we've all done it, we've stepped into stupid because of a lack of wisdom, and then we blame God. God, why'd you let this happen? God wasn't involved with it, it was us not walking in wisdom. Let me give you a couple of areas in your life. If you're listening, say I am. Okay, if you'll walk in these areas, your life will be transformed. How about money? And having wisdom in money, It's incredible how many of us make bad decisions, get in debt, and then blame God that we don't have enough. Relationships, relationships are the key to life. You don't walk a great life, you have great relationships. You ever see anybody walk through a bad marriage? It's it's terrible, what about business, what about ministry? I don't know about you, but I am desperate for more wisdom how to walk in it myself, how to help faith promise, how to help you achieve your full potential. With, so when we are, here it is, come on. Where the Spirit leads, it's exactly right. When we are filled with the Holy Spirit, when we, 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 get, we get another light. And that second light is the light of understanding. And every one of these lights, it is the will of God that He that He that you walk in. So, understanding the third light is the first light, the Holy Spirit, then wisdom, then understanding. Understanding is how we walk out the wisdom that God has given us. James chapter three, he talks about the, he, he talks about it. James chapter three, verse eighteen says this who among you is wise and understanding and let him show by his good behavior, his deeds and gentleness of wisdom. But if you have bitter jealousy and selfish ambition in your heart, do not be arrogant so to lie against the truth. This wisdom that God wants to give us is not that which comes, this wisdom that, that he's talking about, jealousy and stubbornness and arrogance, that's not wisdom that comes down from above, but it's earthly, natural, and it is demonic wow Where there's jealousy self selfish ambition exists there's disorder in every evil thing but the wisdom from above is first pure peaceable gentle reasonable full of mercy good fruits unwavering and without hypocrisy and the seed whose fruit is righteousness is sown in peace by those who make peace God wants you to walk in an understanding way you have you feel the spirit you walk in wisdom, understanding is how you walk out the wisdom. So what we want to do is follow the filling. Now let me tell you, when you're following the filling, when you're experiencing there's another light, it is another, it is another of the sevenfold spirit of God, and that is, it is counsel. I love this one. Counsel means advice or purpose. You know, what I want to do, and I believe this is what you want to do, but follow me because I want to give you another incredible secret of the Spirit. I want to see the seed of the problem. I want to understand why something is happening. Matter of fact, can I tell you, if you're young and you want to move ahead, the quickest way to leadership is problem solving. Everybody can spot a problem, not everybody can solve a problem. What most people do today is we either point out the problems or we treat the symptoms, not the root problems. Most, po- most people, they don't need a Band-Aid. They need surgery. Matter of fact, do you know that the, pre- the prescription drug industry is not about healing you? It's about you continuing to buy that medicine. Most medicines treat symptoms. I don't want to treat a headache, I want a healing. I don't want to treat a symptom, I want to treat the real problem. And the only way that we can truly do that is walk in the light of the Holy Spirit, the spirit of counsel. This is vital. Hey, have you ever had your marriage hit a rough patch? Why are you struggling? See, if you don't understand why you can't fix it, there was a point Michelle and I were not getting along, and I thought it was her fault, she thought it was my fault. We weren't looking for the seed of the problem, we were looking at what the other person was doing wrong and how they could fix it. So we came together and prayed and asked God, okay God, we don't understand, this is not how we've lived. We realized through a spirit of counsel that there was a a spiritual attack, and when we pulled that down, life was great. So the seed of the problems in relationships are marriage, in your in your calling in your purpose in your business in your ministry in your in every aspect of life imagine seeing the root causes not just the outward issue it is only by following the filling only by walking in the sevenfold spirit of God can you see that and can you make a difference that you can walk in there these are just some of the lights that it's God's will. Hey, we could stop right here. And if you began to follow the feeling and God gave you these lights, would your life already be better? No question, but guess what? We're not done. So not only does he give us a spirit of counsel, but let me tell you what else he gives us. He gives us a spirit of strength. It is part of the sevenfold spirit of God. Strength means might or power are the mighty acts of God. We read the book of Acts, and we see those disciples, they have the power to heal people that are sick. They have the power to cast out demons. They had the power to walk in victory when all the world was against them. They had the power to keep going when they grew weary. They had the power to walk in faith when there was nothing that they could see. How many of us need strength? How many of us need the might of God? How many of us need the ability, the strength to keep growing and going when we're weary and doing good? In this world, you will have tribulations. There are going to be pain. There are going to be problems. Jesus promised that. But if you're following the filling, you're going to walk in the light and the power of God's strength. Then Nehemiah eight ten, the joy of the Lord will be yours regardless of the situation. And then when you're walking in victory, when everybody else is defeated, people will want to know why. And you just point to God, say, I'm filled with the Holy Spirit. He's given me strength, strength. Man, have you ever known someone that just keeps on going? They're always in forward. They sort of like to energize their bunny. What's the deal? It's God's power. It's God's strength, part of the sevenfold spirit of God being released every day with it. Now, if you had that strength, would it change your life? No question. We've got to follow the filling of the Holy Spirit. Are you with me? we got two more. Let me tell you, this is just incredible. Most of us just don't realize all that God has planned for us. So let me give you the let me give you the sixth, and that is to walk in the spirit of knowledge. Now that word knowledge in the Hebrew is discernment or perception, or skill. It is to help people walk out of the fog of this world. Matter of fact, part of our our theme for the year in Luke chapter four we're, that we're going to set free those that are oppressed. That word oppression is where we get our word opaque, our fog. People are walking around. Just look out in the world. They're walking in a fog. They're hoping the Democrats and the Republicans, are. they're hoping they're going to fix this or build a wall, or they're going to shut down government or open. We're always looking out there, and God wants you to walk in freedom regardless of out there. God wants to give you everything that you need. He wants to give you wisdom and understanding. He wants to give you strength. He wants to give you his his wisdom. He wants to to give you those things. He wants to walk with you in it. But you can't be drinking from the wrong fountain. You got to be filled with the Holy Spirit, not the world. I gotta tell you, one thing that shocks me about people, and I'm I'm serious. I watch people who go to the wrong people for counsel every day. They go to broke people to find out how to get money. They go to people that are on their third, fourth, fifth, sixth divorce and talk about how do I stay married. You want to know something about some money management? Go to somebody that's got some. You want to know how to, how to have great marriage? Go to somebody that's been married for 50 years. You want to know how to do it? Man, you've got to, you've got to go to those people that have it. Does, that, does this make sense? Come on, we gotta follow the filling. Then you can help real people with real problems find the real love of God. Earthly wisdom is limited. It's living to the prison that you came from, it's limited to the fountains, the wrong fountains that we drink from. If you're looking for some help, the freedom from the self centered life, then let me challenge you to get in our next steps at your campus this weekend, it will absolutely transform what's going on. In fact, together, you and I are gonna get in, in my truck, we're gonna Brushy Mountain State Prison, the one that's, that's closed, and we're gonna let the voices of the past speak to us some practical, easy, simple steps to escape the prison of this world that we feel trapped by and walk out a life of selflessness. Man, that joy, that victory, it is not out of reach. God promised it. If you will but follow the filling. Jesus said the Holy Spirit would be in you and it would spring up in you a well of life into eternal life. We are filled. One more thing. One more thing Let let me give you. And again, this is just one that very few of us walk in the seventh of the seven full spirits of God that we should walk in. Let me get a new, there we go. Let me tell you what God wants you to walk in, and that is the fear of the Lord. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. I know that sounds a little weird, the fear of the Lord. It sounds bizarre. Even when we talk about about being filled with the Spirit. For some of you, that's still sort of weird. Is it mystical? What's going on? I don't understand it. But here's the deal. We need to understand our God. We need to understand what he wants to give us, and he wants us to walk a complete different walk than the world does. In Isaiah, where we started, Isaiah 11, that gives us the sevenfold Spirit, the third verse said, he... Jesus, the Messiah, will delight in the fear of the Lord. He will not judge by what he sees, nor make decision by what he hears. See, when we walk in the fear of the Lord, when we walk in the sevenfold Holy Spirit, we're gonna walk in spiritual sight. Many of us are good at earthly vision. We're good at earthly wisdom. But I'm talking about vision into the real world. Because the real world is not this, all this is passing away. The real world is the world that you will spend forever in. And so if you're walking in the sevenfold spirit, you'll have the ability to see the spiritual world that's raging all around us. The enemy that wants to defy and destroy your family, that wants to pull your kids away from you and away from him. You know every divorce the devil delights in? That he and his emissaries try to Trying to just worm their way into Christian marriages and split us up. If we had the fear of the Lord, if we had knowledge and counsel and mind and strength and understanding, then we would see what was going on. So we've got to follow the filling. It's going to transform us. Because this year, I've said it every weekend, 2019 is the favorable year of the Lord. And if you will follow the filling, you'll be different. You'll walk in victory. You will finish this year far differently than you began this year. So are you walking in the lights, in the light of the sevenfold spirit of God that he wants you to walk in? Are you being conformed to this world's press? Are you being transformed by the fullness of the Holy Spirit? Are you walking in joy that's indescribable? Are you walking in victory? Are you walking in God's vision for you? There's only one way, and the scripture is clear. We've talked about it all month. You've got to follow the filling. It's the only way. It's the, now again. Some of you, you're just checking this out. I got it, man. We're thrilled you're here. We're we're thrilled. But I want to challenge you. For those of you that's checking it out, your 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 first step is your next step, and so go to the next step. For some of you today. Your first step is salvation. See, you can't skip a step in God's economy. You can't lift a dirty vessel and ask God to fill it. It simply doesn't work that way. God is the one who lined it out. God is the one who stands ready right now to fill you with the Holy Spirit, to fill you with the sevenfold Spirit. See, many of you, this is the first time you've heard something like this, and you didn't even realize this was available. Come on. Come on, get in. Now, campus pastors, man, we love you guys. I want you guys to come on up because there's some people right now that are eager to jump into the Jesus pool. They're eager to be filled. So I want you to come, lead some people to Jesus, pray over your campus. We're believing that God is going to release his breath. In the Hebrew, that is ruach. He's going to release it into our lives, and our homes, in our family. See, some of you, your home, is a, is, it's a war zone. God wants to make it a sanctuary. When everybody in your house is following the filling, it's an incredible. All the neighbors will want to be there because your house is a house of peace, of victory. We're going to talk about that later this year when, we, when we, we, we talk about the spirit-filled family. But let me tell you, we're going to start next week. Next weekend is a Super Bowl showdown. It's, the, it's three campuses versus three campuses. All you guys are talking about it. It really is the aged versus the young. It's going to be incredible. Right now, though, God is about to move. Campus pastors, I love you. Take it away.